This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Beautiful song by Elevation. And in the studio, I have Lynn as well as Lloyd with me. Um, I don't know whether Lloyd is going to be speaking to us or not, but that's the story for another day. Um, so I'm very excited to have Lynn with us uh, this afternoon. In fact, it's an evening, <laughs> this evening, to really just connect and to talk about um, the shack. Um, it's very, you know, it's an incredible book um, and a book that deserves to be spoken about. Um, one thing for sure is that Lynn is one courageous woman. And um, I don't know if it was me. I don't know whether I would be able to have conversations like you've had in the past with other, you know, people and other radio stations. But yet here you are, Lynn, you know, being brave and um, doing everything that you can in order for um, your story to be heard and so that people can get the healing that they need so that other people can also get their lives restored. Mm. Um, Lynn, first of all, good evening. I'm going on without (laughs) even greeting. It's rude, you know, in South African culture, as first greet. (laughs) Oh gosh. Are you well? I am. Thank you so much for the invite. Mm. Thank, thank you. you so much for joining us and yeah. thank you so much for writing the book, hey, and yeah. honoring that desire in your heart. Yeah. A book what that you journey? wrote within one year, one day. One, yeah, I did, yeah. It was, you sure. know, it was, yeah, it was one of those things where you just needed to get it out. Mm. Um, and when I started, um, I told my family, I said, okay, it's happening now. And mm. I just, I just wrote and I had my dinner brought to me, my breakfast <laughs> brought to me, nothing, nothing. I just, I sat all day and that's what I did. They mm. went to sleep and they woke up and I was just busy. Um, because it was the time to pin it actually mm. down, you know, mm. so yeah. It's amazing what happens when the time is right mm. and the timing Absolutely. is right, you know, when it's not pushed and forced, but Absolutely. It's, it's the right time, it's the right season. Yeah, yeah. Lynn, you're going to have to take us a little bit back yeah. in, in terms of your story. Mm. Um, for me, I just find it so courageous that you're able to share about your life in this way through writing the book. And, of course, through coming to interviews like these, you Mm. know, being out in the media and making sure that the world hears, um, you know, so brave to be vulnerable and open, you know, it's it's it to and it's such a personal place, you know, Mm. Um, but yet you are opening it up. And for me, it deserves um, awards. It deserves (laughs) so much, you know, more. Um, because not many people do that, yeah. you know, a lot of people are sitting with the hurt mm. and the heartbreak, but here you are being brave here. You are yeah. saying, this is my story and take what you want from it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just being vulnerable and I'm being real yeah. about who I am. So you're going to have to tell us, um, yeah, go back in time. Yeah. Um, you wrote the book, my shack. What is my shack based on? Yeah. So, so it's largely based on an experience I had when I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I was sexually assaulted by um, a family member. And so the book just details that journey into adulthood and married life and everything in between. Mm-hmm. So when you're sexually assaulted at such a young age, um, you certainly have a different way of life. And so I had to create my own normal 
Um, but for a large part, I, I just merely existed. That, that incident ruined every part of me. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a hard, hard journey. And so my shack speaks about the consequences uh, mm. of, of sexual um, assault. Um, it speaks about the ugliness thereof. And in my book, some people say it's not an easy read, the, the beginning part, because <laughs> I think it's important to detail mm. exactly what happened. Absolutely. Um, we've got too many, too many books or too many stories where we sugarcoat the ugly things. And we actually can't do that if we want authenticity. Mm. Um, and so what I did in the shack, I started with, with my background and how I grew up and where I grew up and how that um, played a huge part into how I managed um, the consequences of my shack. And then just the journey from then to finding yourself and finding your authentic self mm. and being able to fall in love and just, you know, move beyond that. But just how... Um, how when you stand back as an adult, you actually see how God protected you through all that. Um, God and I stopped talking after my shack incident because mm. I believe that he wasn't there for me. He didn't save sure. me. Um, and that's the real part of being a Christian. Yeah. I feel that we've got the right to ask those questions. And so we've, we've been fighting and talking and mm. fighting and talking until mm. I, I got to a place where mm. I realized that I'm so loved by him mm. and I'm so protected by him. And so I don't look at my past as a, a, a place of pain and despair anymore. I use that story to build and to uplift and to edify. I am proof that God exists. Mm -hmm. And I am proof that there is grace and there is love. So, so my shack is, you know, it's, it's a combination of all of that. Mm. Sure. <laughs> so was that too much? <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. No, I love I love that it is all encompassing. That it's yeah. not only just about one dimension yeah. of your life, but it's pretty much everything. And I think then the reader gets an opportunity to reflect into their yeah. life. You know, no, totally. Yeah. So and I that, think that's what I want. Absolutely. Um. Then you have to now get into the whole writing in one day thing because, <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> what I happened? How did you I, prepare for this? And you don't prepare. I suppose <laughs> you you're in a place emotionally and mentally that you're ready to read what what you wrote. You know, mm. it's all in your head. Mm. But until you write it down and you can read it, that's a different ball mm. game. I mean. So all along there was a book in your head. Imagine that. For, for years, Lloyd, I, sure. I don't yeah. even. It's. Interesting how it happened mm. because we had been speaking about it for a very long time. Yes, and I think um, you know if I just look back in our relationship, so we we've always um, you know we, we speak about the power of, of of storytelling and vulnerability and being honest. Yeah. And I think it was something that we experienced very early in our relationship. So I knew about Lynn's Myshak experience. You know, I think when we were dating already, yeah. probably in that first month, mm. you know, we had shared our our stories, mm. and so. The book was always there and it was always something, you know, Lynn and I spoke about, you know, when you're going to. And yeah. <laughs> it, it really just happened. I mean, she was in the room one day. Uh, we've got the TV room we were sitting in and she just she just started writing yeah. and she, she didn't she didn't stop. We went yeah. to bed. We came back and <laughs> she was still there. You know, I, I think she left the couch maybe to go to the kitchen or something and then go back again. But that's really how it happened. And I think it was, it was intense, just, it was yeah. just the, the, probably the, the time. It was the time. You know? yeah. So, yeah. And when it's time, it's time. Yeah. Right? Mm. You yeah. can't argue that. You can't argue. Mm -hmm. um, now, Lynn, looking at, 
Uh, okay, of course, the book, you wrote it um, mm-hmm. from your perspective and from your experience. Yeah. Um, now, there are misconceptions that are there, you know, when it comes to sexual abuse. Mm. Um, and some people believe those misconceptions mm. and the myths that are out there. Um, you know, what needs to be done um, in order to break and debunk those um, misconceptions? Um, and what are some of those misconceptions that yeah. are out there? You know, it's actually quite interesting that you asked that just on on Tuesday or something, I put a post on my page about uh, victim blaming and I had no idea the response that I was to receive. Mm. Um, and that's, that's a huge thing with sexual-based crimes. Yeah. Um, that what you wear could mm. be misconstrued as you asked for it. Yes. You asked to be raped and you asked to be abused. And, you know, that's one of the, it's, it's not a myth, it's a real thing. Mm. Victim blaming is a real thing. But as society and as a community, that is one of the things that we really need to fight. Mm. Because we hold the victims back. They won't come and say yeah. this is what happened. Mm. You know, and a, another misconception or myth is that people think that sexual assault is is because of lust and passion. It's mm. not that. Mm. It's a power play. Sure. It really is a power play. Mm. Um, and it, it's it's that the perpetrator gets gratification in doing that. So it's not really sexual. It's, it's power. And that's why people always speak, or most people speak, about men being the perpetrators. Mm. But they are not always the perpetrators. I think we need to realize that some women do this as well. Mm. Though a small percentage, mm. it does still exist. Um, another myth is that, you know, you asked for it. Mm. If, if, if you were being sexually assaulted and you were quiet, it's a myth that you asked for it. And that is not true. That is the furthest thing of the truth. When it happened to me, I went numb. Sure. You just, you can't do anything. Mm. You give up whatever power you have. And that is so common. So the fact that you shout or you don't shout cannot be an indicator that Mm. you you asked for that, yeah. you know, and I think this is where society and our community needs to come into. We need to educate ourselves mm-hmm. and we need to educate those within our circles to actually know this is right. No, that is wrong. It's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. It's black and white. There's no in between, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so we've got lots of work to, to do. do, lots definitely. and lots of work. But the work starts within our own circles, mm-hmm. within our homes, mm-hmm. our areas of influence. Mm-hmm. There are so many societies, NGOs that fight gender-based violence and perhaps we should get involved even if it's just receiving a newsletter so Mm. you can see what's actually happening in this. Mm. You know, where do we need to give our attention to? Um, At the police stations thankfully some of them are doing care packs now. Um, And so when you go shopping at the end of the month, perhaps just put some extra toiletries in there. Mm. Mm. Perhaps that's a way that you could do that. Mm. But all of us have a part to play. Mm. All of us. Mm. I think the time has come for us to be the change yeah. now. It, yeah. we've, we can quote cliches until whenever. And we can quote verses until wherever. Mm. But we have to be that change. Come on. Mm. We have to do that. Mm. Definitely. And I love what you're saying, you know, that it's we. It's, it's, it's an everybody yeah. thing. It's not just women, you know, yeah. that are going to stand up with placards and say yeah. we're fighting against um, gender-based violence. 
violence. So that brings me to my question for you, Lloyd. You know, looking at men, what role do they play in the fight against uh, gender-based violence? I I think... um I think for one, it, it's, it's putting a, a face behind the voices, you mm. know, um, um, you know, so to, to kind of show, you know, that it affects all of us, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a, a cultural thing. Mm. It's not uh, white or black or colored or mm. Indian people. It, it affects all of us. Mm. And I also think that many of us know about perpetrators in our circles. Many yeah. of us yeah. know about husbands who who abuse their wives, um, whether it's uh, emotionally or physically yeah. or, you know, or abuse their kids and stuff. Mm. And For sure. and oftentimes it's in our family circles. Yeah. It's people we know, you know, everybody knows about that uncle, you know. Mm. Every, you, know ach, you know, he's just that uncle, man. He's always been like that, mm. man. You know, and I think it's it's those type of things and also those those family secrets that we, we tend to keep, you know. We keep things in the family, you know. We try and resolve things in the family. And we 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 don't see the the how the damage gets perpetuated, yeah. and how that one individual's life you know gets ruined forever. So I I definitely think that you know it it starts with us um, looking internalizing it you know being introspective mm. looking at our at our own hearts and in our own lives and in our own circles and 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 being the voice um, as men uh, in our in our city in our mm. neighborhoods in our families you know yeah. and and highlighting the plight of women and and. And and children and other people who have been um, who have who have been abused basically. Mm. Mm. And I think working together as allies, where mm. it's not an enemy thing. I'm not mm. saying you know, yeah. you know um, the hashtags, for example, <laughs> hashtag men are trash. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> you know, don't advocate for that, that. We're not advocating yeah. that. But the main thing is for this thing to be spoken about. You mm. know, yeah. to create that platform where men can sit together with women. Mm. And talk mm. about the ills that are happening because that's part of the ills and the social, yeah. um, you know, inequalities that are happening, mm. injustices that are happening in our society. And yeah. rightfully so. I mean, as a, as a man, it's it's quite an indictment on yourself because it's your it's your fellow brothers. Yeah. For sure. It's 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 sometimes it's it's people that you you you, you, you know. hang around with that yeah. you know, you know, and your mm. your your silence is is it actually contributes to yeah. that. You know, it's it's something that perpetuates that. And oftentimes we, we don't want to do the uncomfortable things, you know, and, and being that, that odd person out to say, listen, it's not okay to speak about that person, you know, or body shaming yeah. or the jokes that get made over mm. dinner tables with restaurants and stuff and in the bars. It, so yeah. it's, 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 that's where it starts in our little um, conversations. Yeah. It's being able to address it right yeah. there and, and then. then yeah. And that's what I want to latch on. So my story, when... Um, after after the court case and the book and all all that, I found out that the very uncle that did it to me did it to so many other people. Wow, look at um, that. And sure. you know the point is that if someone had said something back then earlier, mm. it could have been avoided. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So and all of us know a uncle. Mm. All of us. In all of our families, Mm. there is somebody that's maybe is just not comfortable. And that's what we need to, we need to speak out. Mm. We really need to speak out. You Mm. know, it's, um, we need to save the children, Mm. save the babies, save the adult, Mm. save the wife that's being raped by a husband. Because that happens. It doesn't mean that you married, that you, that you can't be raped. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. These are real things. And, you know, when I started with a book, um, I put my email address out there, so I invited mm. people to please speak to me because I want to be as real as possible. Mm. And so I have been receiving quite a bit of um, communication. Okay. 
and it's all people that we know. Wow. Do you know mm. what I mean? It is it wow. is the neighbor, it is somebody's sister, it is somebody's brother. When you go to work, if you just look at the stats, mm. every mm. There, there must be someone within your circle of work that is a victim. Mm. Mm. Your social circles, mm. your church circles. Mm. Churches are not exempt from this, nor mm. mosques Definitely. or any place of worship. Mm. Mm. You know, so we actually need to, that's mm. how, when you read my shack, become mm. uncomfortable mm. Mm. i want you to be uncomfortable i want you to look at your circle and think mm. okay that's not you know that mm. doesn't sit well and then ask yourself why because sometimes we know mm. sometimes it's that intuition you know we can call it um gut feeling the or. gut feeling mm. or you know the afrikaans is geboren met the helm sometimes it's that but then we just push it to the side because let's rather respect the older person. Let's rather be the good Christian. You know, you don't want to start anything. Mm. Conflict. But you, <laughs> don't you, start a conflict. you very well might be saving somebody's life. Eh? And mm. that's the bottom line. Mm. Ultimately, that is the bottom line. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes I question myself and I think, you know, am I creating a safe space for, you know, younger kids, um, you know, or, or younger sisters yeah. of mine within the family or yeah. cousins you know do they consider me as a safe space mm. do they consider me as um as someone that they can be vulnerable yeah. towards you know yeah. um and i think maybe that's what we need to question ourselves mm. with you know am i open mm. um you know to having such conversations mm. with youngsters and it's not always easy mm. Mm. you mm. know but it's it's the right thing to do Fantastic. On all accounts, it's the right mm. thing to do. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> because you spoke about marriage 21 years yes, in marriage. Yeah. What is the recipe? <laughs> <laughs> we Lloyd just and Lynn. We spoke about this last night. Last night, last yeah. night. So How do you make it work? Sure, because yeah. there's so we, many broke. There's so much brokenness when it comes to, um, you know, families yeah. and relationships. And I think... Um, it's so, um, it's such an example to see, um, I mean, you guys are fairly young, you know, a young couple that <laughs> like says <it. laughs> we've been together for 21 yeah. years and, you know, still going strong. So how do you do it? I think for, for me, it's, it's what Lloyd also spoke about. It's, it's really being honest with each other all mm. the time. So, I mean, it, it was, it's hard work. There was mm. a stage, um, early on in my marriage where I packed my bags and was like, I'm going down. <laughs> but they normally up. say like the early days. <laughs> I yeah. didn't sign up with this. Um, but you know, <laughs> you, you recognize, um, the, the strength and the absolute unity when you're on the same page, when you're one with each other. Mm. We're always talking, mm. always. Lloyd still asks me on dates. Mm. Um, he still surprises me. Mm. We still, you know, people say that the honeymoon phase ends mm. after 21 years. It does it not have to end. Wow. It just looks different mm. as you grow old. It just looks different. Um, and obviously just our, our faith in the Lord. We know who we are in Christ. Right. And mm. we didn't always know. You know, it, it was rocky. I mean, the arguments and things, those are all real mm. things, but that's what edify us. Mm. Um, just must I share our secret mm. about the bath, eh? I can, because it's oh, in the yeah. book, sir. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I was asked, sir. It's too late to ask me now. <laughs> so what, Go ahead. What, what we did years ago, um, because you know, you argue and it's easy for one person to leave the room. Yes. But it's easy to just, you know, get out of the car. So what we did years mm. ago is we decided to bath together. Uh -huh. And that was the space that I'll say, Lord, you know. Awkward to get out know, of the bath, man. <laughs> <laughs> the old 
Whether you, you get you in a corner, stumped and bought. I was like, no, man, that doesn't work and stuff. And so we'd work that. You know, we'd wow. work on whatever, okay. um, and we still do that. It's like time mm. together, specific time. Yeah, you have to because mm. life is too busy, mm. and when you have a family, otherwise it's it just it just becomes function. Yeah. We need to remember to to make our spouse the priority. Sure. Because mm. it, when you and your husband, you and your wife, when you are okay, when that unit's okay, then everything else mm. will fall into place. Mm. Yeah. You can't give all your energy into parenting. Mm. You can't give all your energy into work. Mm. You need to make sure that you are on the same page. Mm. And it's, it's it has to be a healthy balance. Yeah, yeah. it's a healthy balance. Yeah. yeah. So to just to reiterate what Lynn was saying is that you know I'd be the first to put up my hand and say. <laughs> It's it's not been easy. Mm. I mean, it's 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 mm. been it, it's been very challenging at times. It's been very hard, mm. and I, I I often you know you you try and unpack like you know why you've made it thus far. Mm. You yeah. Know? And um, I, I suppose there's a there could be a lot of other reasons, you know. Mm. But I think it's I think it's also our will to to succeed. Sure. Mm. Uh, I think it's our will to be an example. Mm. I think yeah. it's our will. Uh, we, we've seen the devastation in our own families mm. um, with people who have, and especially with their kids and stuff. Yeah. And I think we, we can see as societies why we are in the state that we're in because mm. there are poor role models. There yeah. are families that have separated for whatever yeah. reasons, you know. And um, so, so that's one of the, the things that, uh, you know, it, we've just tried to, to, to work hard at it. Mm. And sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes the easiest thing is to actually just you know m- maybe maybe it's actually better, mm. but they always say that the the road the road back is 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 longer than the road forward mm. sometimes, yeah. you know. And so um, one of the things that I've I've always uh, that Lynn and I always talk about is that I've always said to her that um, you know she must never just become my wife or the mother of my children. Okay. So it, it it's trying to maintain maintain that that original or, or those 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 things that you you innately fell in love with when mm. you first met that person mm. because it becomes very mishy mashy in you know in, yeah. a, in a in a marriage you know mm. so all you see now is the mother of your children or, or your wife or your spouse or whatever mm. and you you lose that sense of who they were and the the very mm. things that sort of attracted to you, you to, to, them. to them yeah mm. and 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 it is difficult you know so it is about prioritizing yourself about making time about mm. trying to find each other or about having we used to have rules before you know that <laughs> when we when we're very when we're very angry, you know, mm. then we're going to have a, a, a code word almost or something, you know, just to kind of help us through that time, <laughs> you know, when, it, when, when we can't get through to each other and yeah. we need like time out, you know, mm. and it was, it was those little things. Yeah. And these are things often like in our culture, your parents don't talk about. No. Yeah. They don't talk about the stuff that you happened behind closes, no. you know, you, 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 you don't know about mm. it. So it's a very murky road, you know, and so we've, we've kind of also just tried to help ourselves. Yeah. We've reached out to other people as well yeah. that we've se- seen as role models. Yeah. So, I mean, oftentimes it's your your pastor, yes. oftentimes not even the people that are saved or mm. that, that love yes. Jesus. Oftentimes it's a, it's the strangers mm. of people that can yeah. emulate mm. what it is that you want. Mm. So I think sometimes it's, if you're desperate enough, you, you will find someone or something that yeah. will help you on your way. Yeah, sure. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful. <laughs> and then how do you balance it all? You just do. It falls into place. When you're in sync with each other, everything falls into place. Mm. What we do battle with, because our kids are teens, mm. is is that juggling. It's mm. This one needs to be taken there and that. And so that, I okay. mean, that. Mm. But in terms, of, in terms of relationship, 
it's fallen into place. Okay. And so we know when things aren't okay, mm -hmm. okay, pause. Mm -hmm. You need to do something about this. And then mm -hmm. we'll just talk about it. Um, so, so yeah, I think but it's, that's, it's... I think that's an interesting point because yeah. I think relationally as a family, mm. and, you know, uh, um, I, I was talking to someone and we were talking about COVID and our experience, and, and one of the things that was highlighted to me was that time together was was awesome for our family. Mm. We, wow. we spent we spent so much time watching it's Uncle so watch, watching Uncle Cyril on TV and sitting in the same room yeah. and talking about stats and, and you whatever else. Enjoyed it. We, we and, did, and we yeah. actually we bonded as a family. Wow. Just and a different sort yeah. of bond. And it's yeah. it's always interesting. So uh, you know, I always tell people when they talk about Linsburg, and I say it's like a family mm. event because mm. I would do. I come from a design background, whatever. Okay. So yeah. I'll do the website and stuff, Yay. Anna, and we're all musical. Anna would be doing a song. Noah would be adding this and whatever oh, wow. else. Yeah. And it, it generally <laughs> happens like it. And even with their little ventures that yeah. they're busy with, we, we really all become involved. Mm. So it, it's it's often very easy to sense in our family when things mm. are not okay. Because yeah. okay. you, you'll, yeah. you'll pick up that, that, that you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and look, it, it took a long time to get there with mm. teens, you know. Mm. But yeah, that, that does kind of help mm. when the family's in sync, you know, mm. to, to, to maneuver and to yeah. do things, yeah. I, just, I think it's so important because there's that structure, just knowing that I can always fall back, you mm. know, especially for the kids. Mm. They have that foundation. Yeah, mm. yeah. no, totally. Yeah, it's important for They're them. They're very yeah. cute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very oh, cute. They, oh, I mean, Hannah's going to be 21 December, wow. and I was going to be 18. Wow. And we were just saying, we can't believe our baby's going to be 18. Mm. And just, so we, we're busy working sure. on some oh, of the things for my shack. And so I said, you know, I need X, Y, and Z. And they're like, okay, we can do this. And, you know, how much am I going to be paid? <laughs> Jeez, okay, guys. Fun Just driving. now you were three. <laughs> now we're talking yeah. business. Yeah. So coming back to the shack, how yeah. do we get a hold of the shack? Yeah. You know, because obviously everyone's heard this yeah. incredible story now and they want to get involved and they want to read the story yeah. so they can change their lives. Where do we get the book? So you can go online at uh, for my website, www.myshack.co.za. Or you can purchase a copy directly from Reader's Warehouse. All the branches in Cape Town has that. Um, but you know what? It would be wonderful. I'm having a meet and greet again on the 27th of March at 10 o'clock. Um, and books will be for sale there as well. But it's such an amazing time. We had it at the um, Flower Cafe. And, and it was just, we didn't know anybody, it was strangers, but everybody came and started sharing. And so it wasn't, it wasn't just people that had experienced um, mm. gender-based violence. It was people that wanted to learn more. Mm. And it was such a beautiful day. So it would be great if the nation can come to that. We'll book out the place. Nation, please come. <laughs> and all nation. COVID protocols will be observed. Absolutely. And, and I'm especially calling, can all, never the, forget that. Call, calling yeah. all the men to come and mm. all the fathers and all the yeah. brothers. Because mm. there's things that need to be said and mm. there's questions that need to be asked. Um, so they can check out my Facebook page or my socials. That will be advertised from next week onwards. Mm. And what are those handles for the socials? Uh, very good question. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's why you have marketing assistance because that's what my daughter does. Oh, so okay. you can't, I'm sorry to all the listeners. My husband will find it. I just know I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can find her Instagram at, mm. at Lynn Kershaw. Let's see. There we go. And Lynn Kershaw. Yeah. And that's L-Y-N-N-K-E-R-C-H-H-O-F-F. Or on Facebook, you can yeah. look for my shack. Yes. Or you can search for Lynn on, at Facebook as well with her, with yeah. her details. 
Fantastic. That's probably giving away my age a bit because. <laughs> Alternatively, <laughs> you can that. you can visit her webpage. Website, oh, website. Everything is on there. Yeah. Yeah. Website is great because then it leads you into, into the Facebook yeah. and the Instagram and all the previous been. interviews and so forth is on there. So it's quite nice though. Mm. And Lloyd designed it. Ooh, you know, I'm yo, telling you, yo, I chose yo. well. Brownie, brownie <laughs> yo, I've yo. been working all my life. Twenty-one years. <laughs> Twenty-one years. You did it. <laughs> oh, I just want to end off, yeah. um, Lynn Kershaw. Mm-hmm. with uh, <laughs> something you wrote about the book um, you know just sort of explaining the desire you say yeah. my desire is that as you embark on this journey with me that hope will light mm. the dark areas within your soul and that you will begin to experience the healing mm. the joy and the fulfillment of all that life has to offer yeah. isn't that great yeah. mm. that's true and that's truly your desire yeah, that mm. is my desire people ask me then how's the book sales going and i'm like that's not as important as getting the story out oh i love that yeah mm. definitely you know, mm. it's all about hope no matter what we've experienced mm. no matter what we've experienced mm. there is always hope mm. forgive yourself get help and move on we can it sounds simple mm. it's not it's really hard mm. but we do the can. work mm. we can overcome mm. i think the the first time i i i read um my shack i so we had spoken about it and and it's something about reading it on black and white yes and i look back retrospectively and i i can't believe it's the same woman that i married to you know sure. if you, you 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 look at that story mm. and um you know reading that finer details so mm. so there is hope mm. there's yeah. there's always hope mm. You know, hope is, it's, it's there. Mm. It's there. It's within reach. Hope is there. My family out there, uh, that was Lynn and Lloyd Kirchhoff. <laughs> so posh. You know? Kirchhoff speaking to us this uh, evening here on the Yellow Mic, uh, talking about all things love, marriage, gender-based violence, growing up in the Cape Flats, and really just looking at a whole life. You know, Lynn's life and who she is as a mom, as as a wife. And I think you need to get the book, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn and Lloyd, thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. And may you be blessed and may your marriage be blessed and may your children be blessed and the book be blessed. And may God just open doors for you, whatever you need and all the resources that you need, um, you know, to get the book out there and to ensure that people get a hold of all this treasure and these jewels that are in this book. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting us. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za